Welcome to the Building to Scale podcast, where we bring real entrepreneur stories that showcase the challenges and successes in building and scaling an entrepreneurial business. Our host, Jeff Chastain, is a business transformation coach with Admentis, where he coaches business leaders and their teams with a proven set of principles and tools helping them gain clarity in and get more of what they want from their business. Make sure to stick around until the end of the show and we will reveal how you can become our next guest. Welcome to this new episode of the Building to Scale podcast. My name is Jeff Chastain, your host here as always. And I wanna start off today's episode really with a question more than anything. If you were to look at your business today, is it truly an entrepreneurial business or is it simply a job? Now you see, I recently had the opportunity, got introduced to a entrepreneur who honestly had a very successful marketing firm by all appearances between themselves and their business partner. They had a long list of happy clients, had a good revenue stream flowing through, but the problem was this individual was simply burned out and really burned out to the point of considering quitting the business. They were, working long hours, six plus days a week kind of a thing, and just really no end in sight on it. It was just another day, another day, another day. And the reality is, whereas they may have thought they were creating their dream entrepreneurial business here, what they really ended up doing was simply creating a job. And this hits actually fairly close to home. If you've you've been on the podcast for a while, you've probably heard my story, but I originally left uh, corporate America and started a consulting agency doing fractional CTO work, what would to be known today known as fractional CTO back in the, the day that term wasn't existing yet. But anytime you're in professional services like that, and if you've been in that those realms, whether it's IT services, whether it's uh, pick your professional services realm, the term trading dollars for hours or trading hours for dollars kind of a thing is one that's thrown around quite often that really when you're hourly billing for services, there's just only so many hours in the day. And what you end up doing is working more and more hours, six days a week kind of a thing, filling in all the hours you can to increase the revenue of the company at that point. And again, everything at that point is tied centric around you. And really instead of building this dream business is what you'd hope for, you've effectively built a job where you're the chief bottle washer, you're the janitor, you're the CEO, you're the you're the technician, you're doing everything right there in that company yourself and not really striving to grow that business, move that business forward. All it is is just another job at that point. So the timing actually kind of worked out real well with this and following our, our series before, but I just picked up a new book from uh, Steve Preda. He's a fellow Pinnacle Business Guide here, and the book's called Buyable. So the little foreword here, or the little tagline here says, it's your guide to building a self-managing, fast-growing, and high-profit business. And in the introduction here in the preface, Steve kind of talks about his own personal journey here that at the early on in his, in his career was family. They were living over actually in Hungary and he had his own little business over there. Uh, I think it was called MB Partners was what he described it as was basically the focus was helping small business owners raise capital and attract new new, uh, investors. Boy, can't say that one. So you'd think Steve would know something about building value or seeing value kind of a thing in a business if he's trying to attract investors here. But 
due to political changes and, and climate changes there at the time in Hungary, he and his wife decided to move over here to the U.S., and in kind of making these plans doing this, he was really counting on the proceeds of the sale of his business, the MB Partners business, to help establish his new foundation and his family's new foundation here in the U.S. And I'm actually going to pull this out and read directly from this for his, his little piece there. I'll give you a quick summary here. But he was saying, so this was spring of 2012, as they prepared for the move, a private equity manager called them and suggested a purchase of the business. And they kind of went through due diligence here of it and everything and the proposal that showed up a few days later basically shook him to his core right there because basically the the private equity manager had offered to buy the business for effectively the office furniture and the computers and in kind of looking at it here that this, this private equity manager personally, uh, personally asserted that Steve was personally critical to MB Partners as CEO, as rainmaker, as dealmaker, as newsletter editor, as public face, as chief cook and bottle washer here, that basically he was integral to the top level investor relationships that drove the business and that with Steve's part with Steve's departure from the business honestly the business would have no no value no goodwill value here so this is a story again that I've heard many times I've seen more often than not kind of a thing there and Steve actually pulls out some statistics out of the book there saying less than 10% of businesses, especially entrepreneurial kind of businesses out there right now, have any true viable value to them. That it's one of those that we may think we've got a business, we may think we've got value, we're, we're putting in a lot of this, we're, we're making a, ourselves a, a good lifestyle right now. But the problem is that's all the business is, is a lifestyle business. That the reality is one way or the other, one day, we're all of us are going to exit out of our business, whether it's a case of selling the business to cover fund retirement, whether it's case of just simply closing the business, maybe we're planning on handing it off to the kids or family or something like that. But the reality is we're going to exit that business. And ideally, at least in my mind, it makes perfect sense to say, hey, we want to make sure there's as much value in that business as possible so that once we get to that point, we're not literally closing the doors, turning the lights off and saying, well, that was a fun ride and there's nothing left. So, when Steve's talking about making this business viable, and to me, you almost put the word scalable directly into that as well, that we're typically talking about growing and scaling a business, but in order to grow and scale a business, you've got to put systems, you've got to put processes, you've got to put uh, practices in place, and that's what Steve's saying is exactly what builds the value, makes the business more viable in the end. He's The way he phrases it is, that, okay, a viable business is one that obviously somebody else would want to buy, but it's also self-managing. So you think about his personal journey, you think about uh, the consulting firm, things like that, where you're trading time for dollars. Is that really self-managing? Is that something that honestly you can take a vacation from for a couple weeks without closing the doors? So Take a look, I invite you to sit there and take a look, take a critical look, honestly, back at your business right now and say, okay, if I were sitting on the outside writing a check for the value of my business, is this business really something I'd want to buy? Is this business really something somebody else would want to buy? And again, according to the statistics, nine times out of 10, that answer is probably no. 
So some of you may be having the question again, I'm not worried about selling. I'm not looking at selling kind of a thing right now. And that may be the case. I'm not personally, I'm not looking at retiring anytime soon. I'm having too much fun with what I'm doing, but still the reality though is a viable business, a scalable business is a lot more to fun that when you look at the, the life cycle of a business, the early stage, early days kind of a thing there, we all uh, glamorize the concept of a startup, but the reality is early startup days, if you've been through it before, I've, I've been through it a couple of times, they're nothing but pure survival. That's okay, can we get our product or market, our product or service out to market, find somebody that's willing to pay us money for it, honestly, before we run out of money? That's the true nature of startup phase at that point. It's the second phase of the, the life cycle where we've kind of made it over that hurdle. It goes back to the, the entrepreneur I was talking about, let off the show with today, talking about that marketing firm. They've already made it over that hurdle. They've, they've got a viable service offering out there that people are definitely willing and, and are paying them money for. So they hit that kind of really the, the fun party stage of business, which we all kind of think of as startup. But that's the point where, again, you got Friday happy hours every week. You're taking time off from the business. You're, you're just, you're having fun. It's always a new project. Hey, we replace the conference table in the boardroom with a ping pong table. What, whatever your idea of kind of fun party right there for the business is, that's typically what we look at as startup. But like I said, you've gone beyond the startup phase. You've got a viable business at that point what people don't sit there and see when they're in those throes of that business at that point, facing just the day-to-day the -day operations going on. Of, Here's a new client. Oh, we need to go hire a new person. Oh, we're going to continue growing. We're going to keep adding on. We're going to maybe add on a new location, whatever the case may be. As they continue growing that, they don't see the complexities that are coming in as part of that growth. So it very quickly can transition from that fun stage to more of, I think it's Les McCowan is, describes it as a whitewater phase is the third phase. But you imagine riding down a river right there. You've got the nice, calm, peaceful water for a while. Hopefully you got a nice current sitting there moving you along so you're not having to paddle too hard. But then you come around that bend where you didn't see it. All of a sudden you got rocks and rapids. You got a, a waterfall to sit there and go over, things like that, that it really gets to the point where for all practical purposes, you're just hanging on for dear life, saying, okay, toss and turn, what's the fire today? What's going on today? And it's that complexity that creeps into business that really starts to show up at that point, taking you back into, okay, maybe this is just a job here that I'm no longer having fun. This is, this is no longer where we wanna be. We're spending, again, too many long hours, too many long days, can't take a vacation, can't take the time off for the kids ballet, the kids uh, football game, whatever kind of stuff like that, all of a sudden you're tied to this business and everything here is just tied. Okay. There's, there's always some fire, something else I've got to do here. So making that next step, moving that business into a systemized business that can scale, can grow, can be viable or is desired to be viable. Steve actually lays it out uh, foundationally wise here in the book. He's got seven different foundational elements, really ties back to, again, what we've just been talking back about in the, the, the last few weeks here about systematizing your business. But the way he describes it is uh, looking at culture first. So again, we talked about that. What's, what's kind of that purpose of your business? How are you going to find core values? How are you going to define who you are? as a business, uh, looking at the structure side. So again, going back into the people side, making sure you've got the right people sitting in the right seats, you've got the right structure for your business. 
and looking specifically at the Bible aspect of this or the, the transition aspect, you've got the people, the leadership that you're sitting there grooming that can potentially take over for you or at least very least handle their aspect of the company. So you've got somebody in charge of marketing, you've got somebody in charge of sales, somebody in charge of operations. They understand what goes into operations, what's going on in operations so that you're not having to be that final point of contact, that final answer. Again, if you wanted to simply take two weeks vacation, take a month off with the family in the summer, you could, and these individuals, you've groomed them, you've trained them to the point from a leadership perspective, they can keep running the business without you being there. And this is really one that's gonna be key to that inviolable uh, result right there. So you've got, again, he outlined culture, structure, vision, again, that's just looking at that strategy to say, okay, where are we going? What's our pinnacle? What's our long-term goal that we're aiming for? Making sure everybody's moving in the same direction. You've got that efficiency right there. Strategy side saying, okay, now we've got that vision out there. Strategy is how are we gonna sit there and reach it? What are the plans? What's the processes going into that? His uh, fifth one, let's see if I can count here, one, two, three, four, five, yep, is the execution side. So again, okay, we've got the vision, we've got our strategy for how we're gonna get there, and now we gotta go execute on that strategy, make sure everybody's working on the right thing at the right time. Again, we talked about that, I believe, here just this last uh, last week's episode where we are talking about, okay, how do we plan out projects, how we run projects, make sure that we've got the dashboard to sit there and, and figure out our execution side. Then he talks about process. So again, that, that goes back into our playbook kind of concept of making sure that it's, it's the, the morbid example of, okay, when somebody gets hit by the bus, we don't want to lose their knowledge, lose their expertise. The nicer example is, hey, when they go on vacation or, hey, they, they end up moving or something else happens kind of a thing there. Again, we want our business to be process driven. We want our business to be systems driven because that's what a outside buyer is gonna want. They wanna buy a machine that can sit there and keep running. They don't wanna buy the knowledge in your head or even for that matter, the knowledge in your team's head because your team may follow you with the buy or, or may exit with the buy. They, they want a business machine that will keep operating, keep generating them profit at that point going forward. And then the last piece of his foundation he looks at is simply the alignment. Again, making sure everybody's aligned behind our vision, behind our strategy, making sure that everybody's pulling in the same direction so that we can reach those goals, reach those objectives there. So it's really just, like I said, a, a good follow-on from what we've been talking about the last few weeks, but just a different perspective rather than looking at just purely scale and growth of the business. Also look at what that end goal is. Look at where that, that end goal for you personally is to say, okay, what do I want from this business long term? What's my end succession kind of plan there to say exit the business? Because the reality is, like I said, everybody, we're going to exit the business. It would be much more ideal if we could exit the business in a profitable manner, pay for retirement, pay for the, the kids, the grandkids, education, whatever your goal is at that point, giving back to charity kind of a thing. Well, whatever you want that end goal to be right there, that's what we want to aim this business for, not just to be another job to go to every single day at that point. So a couple more things you can think about. I'll put the, the links, the information here for the book Bible by Steve Preto right here in the show notes here to where you can go check it out. I'm sure he would appreciate it. But yeah, just a, a little bit different perspective on what we've been talking about for a while. Second, I want to wrap up here real quick here. Uh, last week, we rolled out the biz, uh, Building to Scale Mastermind program here, really looking aimed at 
you as the small business entrepreneur, that, that early stage entrepreneur kind of a thing there that's just trying to kind of figure things out, figure out, okay, how do I how do I sit here and grow, scale, build this business in this context, build value in this business, and give that kind of peer, uh, peer counsel, peer board of advisory group that we keep hearing about from all the guests we've had on the podcast where they've said, okay, this was really the turning point for my business was when I had this, this outside coach, this outside group, this outside board of advisors here. So really putting those two components together for business owners like you. But specifically right now, what I wanted to mention is we've got a workshop coming up here on July 15th at noon. So a couple weeks from now, uh, actually a week after. So coming up pretty quick here, but in that workshop, four keys to successfully growing an entrepreneurial business is the title of it. But what we're going to do simply is break down the, the curriculum of the Building to Scale Mastermind program. And you know, whether you decide to join the program or not, there, with this workshop, we're actually going to give you four of the tools here that we've been talking about over time, uh, specifically with the goals of, again, helping you identify who your top players are on your team, or if you don't have a team yet, helping you identify, okay, what do I want in a top player? How do I go out and find that top player right there when I'm hiring, when I'm trying to grow? Uh, the second one is looking at helping you clarify your purpose and your culture. Again, going back to those core values, building out, okay, what, what is our culture? How are we going to define this from a company perspective? Third one, we're going to sit here and start helping you start build out your playbook, your processes, your systems, things like that. Figure out, okay, how do we systematize this business again so I can scale it, so I can have value into it. And then the fourth one here is really looking from a strategy standpoint. Say, okay, how do we document and define out our strategy such that it's clear? Again, we can get everybody aligned, everybody bought into that. So again, whether or not you join the mastermind program, we're going to give those four, four, four tools away at the, the workshop here coming up here in a couple of weeks. And then in addition to that, if you attend the, for all the attendees of the live, of the live workshop there, we're going to give a complimentary 30 minute conversation to where we can sit, literally sit down and talk about the tools themselves, how to go about implementing them in your business, um, answer any questions you might have, or simply talk through an issue that you've got going on in business right now, whatever makes the most sense for you at that period of time. And then again, even if you can't make the, the actual date, I know everybody's busy, go ahead and register uh, there and we'll send you all the recording and all the tools there so you can still have those resources to sit there and use in your business going forward. So again, that link will be right down below in the show notes as well. Check out that registration today. Make sure you go ahead and take care of that because I know, hey, life gets busy, email gets busy, et cetera. You'll forget about it. Go ahead and jump on that form real quick registration form right now. Take that first step here on really gaining clarity and turning your job of a business into a real growth oriented entrepreneurial business. So in the meantime, take care. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the building to scale podcast. If you would like to share your entrepreneurial business growth story, please visit building slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you do both us and our guest a favor and share it on your social media accounts? Don't forget to hit subscribe in your player so that you don't miss any future episodes and make sure to reach out to Jeff Chastain on any of the major social media networks or check us out at admentis.com.